Welcome to the Couch of Randomness. This is episode number 22. I'm John, and I'm alive. I Yay, did it. You're I, alive. I, I, I live. I'm your host on the couch with me, as always, is. I'm waiting for you to start coughing. Right I really now. keep on going. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm I'm, I, I feel it coming. I'm Rose. Sweet. On the podcast this week, let's talk about a couple high profile movies that have unfortunately been delayed. It's coming. Hurry up. Yep. Uh,. Their Square Enix has some updates. I mean, I love Square Enix. You do. I can't help this. You they make so many games for me. That's true. It literally should say four rows underneath. For me. Once you beat it, whenever you beat it, it should say <laughs> four rows. Made for rows. Made for rows. Xbox and Microsoft are doing something very interesting that I kind of like, but I'm a little iffy about. And it may have to do with how we look at our phones. Actually, it's how we look at our consoles. How we look at our consoles. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And video game music could be a good introduction. To To things. To things. To orchestral music. So, oh my god, it's coming. Sit down on the couch and let's have some fun. Okay, so, holy crap. I... Doing some research for the podcast. Like 30 seconds 30 before, seconds we, before start. we started recording. <laughs> I was looking up something because what we're going to start with, Danny Boyle has left filming or directing James Bond 25 right. over, over creative differences. The norm thing to say where both can just admirably leave. Like yeah. the production company and the director or producer just split. Yeah. What I heard was it involved... Danny Boyle wanting to cast a specific person as the bad guy against Daniel Craig and Daniel Craig didn't want to because apparently Daniel Craig has a lot more power in the James Bond stuff than I even thought. Like he's right up there with the producers like Barbara, Barbara. I always want to call her broccoli, but I broccoli. Yeah, there it is right there. (laughs) Yeah, that's broccoli. Okay, cool. I'm I'm, 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 I'm glad I was like, I think it's broccoli. But I'm not if it's something differently said. And then Eon Entertainment, which owns James Bond. So I was like, okay, they just Danny Boyle wanted someone. Is it Eon or Ion? I think oh it's Eon. I think it's Eon. With an E? Yeah, it starts with E-O-N. E-O-N. Yeah. Eon. So Danny Boyle wanted someone. Daniel Craig and Eon wanted someone else. Okay, that makes sense. Fine. But I was like, all right, I mean, Daniel Craig, we're about to get his fifth James Bond. Let me go ahead and remember the James Bond movies that Daniel Craig has been in. It's been Casino Royale, mm-hmm. Quantum Solace. Uh, hold on, now I gotta go back. <gasps> no. Uh, what else? What else? It was You're Skyfall. To have these ready. Skyfall. Then Spectre. Uh huh. And then James Bond twenty five. Okay. So the, the this is his fifth and final outing as James Bond. Okay. Cool. I think Daniel. As much as I truly love Daniel Craig as James Bond, and he's, in, he's been showing his age. Yes. In Casino Royale. And Casino actually, Royale was amazing. I'm one of the few that actually liked Skyfall. Like people didn't like it. Yeah. I, I loved it. I, I need to it was go great. back and watch them again. I hated Quantum of Solace. Yeah, straight up that's hated because of Olga. Yeah, that, and then Spect- that's who I blame. Well, writer strike too. <laughs> yeah, that was during the writer yeah. strike. So I'm like, all right, that's fine. And Spectre, but I have yet to find a good movie that she's in. That's also Hitman. What the old the Timothy Oliphant Hitman? Yeah, but she was the weakest part of that movie. That's true, but and that wasn't a good movie in general. It it's, wasn't, a, it's a fun. It wasn't actually a good. It was movie. a fun hate movie. <laughs> like it's a guilty <laughs> pleasure me. movie. Guilty pleasure movie, yes. But it's not a good. It's movie. It's not a good movie. And then Spectre, I don't remember at all. Like I remember watching it. I remember us going to see it. We saw it. I remember it. sleeping through half of it. But I don't remember very much of it at all. So we'll go back to that one. 
But yeah. as I'm doing the research, this just popped up on my newsfeed. And this is all rumor. And this is coming from The Sun and whatever in the world The Indian Express is. I'm not 100% newspapers. sure. But newspapers. That apparently <laughs> Danny Boyle quit Bond 25 after he refused to kill off Daniel Craig's 007. This is one of the things that has come up since One then. of those things that has come up. And I'm, I'm actually... I don't know how to feel about this because I'm a big James Bond fan. I I yeah. grew up with the Pierce Brosnan James Bond, the campy, over the top, really stupid, but pretty yeah. fun James Bond movies. Okay. I've gone back and watched a couple of the Sean Connery, and we own every single Bond movie. Yeah, we haven't watched we like haven't, half of them. No, we've wa- we haven't watched more than half of them. Yeah. Daniel Craig I've seen all of Daniel Craig's. Yeah. I've seen all but one of Pierce Brosnan's. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a, like maybe Timothy Dalton. I see. I've seen like sporadic ones. Yeah, I've oh, seen okay. a couple of them when I was a kid. Okay, like I've sporadic. See, I'm I missed almost all of them. Yeah, uh, I saw one or two of the Pierce Brosnan, but they didn't hold my attention. Sure, because you know there was no space. There, there was no space. <laughs> there was no space. Moonraker. There was well, I mean, there was no like Star Wars or Star Trek, gotcha. and that's really what I was into at yeah. the time when I saw them. No, that makes so, sense. But, and plus, they're so slow. Yeah, James Bond movies are notoriously slow, but this blows my mind. Like, I, I actually, I'm very, I was very interested in a Danny Boyle James Bond movie. Uh-huh. It's like that would be very cool. Yeah, I mean, he's very stylized. He's very different. But that's what Bond has been doing. Yeah, they've been getting just different directors to try it out. That's kind of what Bond has always done. Yeah, and I'm down with that. And I was watching. Who was I watching? Oh, no, IGN, because I was watching a little thing about how Danny Bull quit and the, the short list of right. act or directors. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But I do like what they said okay. is James Bond is a reactive series now. Like they're not pushing the envelope of action. They're yeah. reacting to it. And Daniel Craig's James Bond is a direct pull from Matt Damon's Born. Well, and I'm like, I mean, you know what? even That's, makes sense. Uh, what was the most recent one? Um, Skyfall? No, it's Spectre. Spectre. Spectre was the most recent. Um, from what I remember of that, it was just a remake of one of the early Bond movies. It was. Yeah, it was. Like, that's all that it was. And I was just like, I don't understand any of this because I haven't seen the early John yeah. James Bond. Because they introduced... But even uh, I can tell. Yeah, they introduced Blofeld, which was Bond's... Almost Bond's Moriarty. Yeah. Which, if I remember correctly. He's trying to say Moriarty. I'm still sick. I'm very sorry. Yeah, John's been sick like For a week and a half. Week now. and a half now, and it's th- this is the first day that I feel yeah ninety percent. But at least we get to do the podcast yes, this week. We get at least to do the podcast this week. But I, I think that's insane. I, 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 and I don't, another thing that they mentioned uh, in what you were watching is that Mission Impossible has been doing a better Bond than Bond, than Bond. with their past couple movies. Yes. which we still haven't seen the newest one. Yeah, we, we haven't. Which I've heard is fantastic. Yeah. But uh, the we director's name is uh, McCory, I believe. I'm gonna pull this up real fast. But because- yeah, just Mission Impossible started as a reaction to, as the American version of James Bond. Yes, and now they're doing Bond better than Bond. Okay, hold on. Let me pull this up real fast. And that's just a little sad to me. Uh, Christopher McQuarrie. Okay. And which is funny because he's on the short list of directors <laughs> for, for for James Bond. Bond for Bond twenty five. And that's you're like, funny. that would be really funny. Yeah. That he it really would. I we haven't seen Fallout and um, not yet. <clears throat> We're right, getting so there. Holy crap! And uh, the one before that was actually pretty good. 
Yeah. Like it was a little, it was, a, it was vastly Rogue, different. Rogue Nation? Yeah, Rogue Nation. Yeah. Yeah, Rogue Nation was vastly different, but I actually I remember really enjoying enjoyed that. enjoying that one. Yeah. It really wasn't too bad. Yeah. And I mean, he did Edge of Tomorrow. This is Christopher McQuarrie's okay. film. Edge of Tomorrow, Mission Possible Fallout, is Rogue Edge Nation. Is Edge of Tomorrow the one that's uh, Live, oh. Die, Repeat? Hold on. Wait, wait. He wrote that one. I'm sorry. Let me get to directors. Oh, no. Let me get to directors. Okay. No. He did Jack Reacher, Rogue Nation, and Fallout. Okay. So he's only done Mission Impossible movies, but they've Still. been good movies. Yeah. So I, I'd be okay with him doing that. But let me come back to the Daniel Craig killing off thing. I feel a little weird about that because as far as yeah. I know, Bond has not died and stayed dead. Well, he still wouldn't stay dead. Stay dead. But now it's kind of... But like that actor would not be coming back to life. Yeah. And so that is it... So I'm wondering if they're actually trying to set up for being able to retcon the whole thing yeah. and be like, oh, well, we only have double agent one, double agent... Uh, like 001 through 009. Yeah. And we actually just replace them as, as they get. As the agents as die. They kill off, as they get killed off in action. Yeah. So that's why at the beginning of Casino Royale, James Bond became the new 007 because yes. that's the one that we had to replace. Kind of like how in Kingsman, Kingsman you get they new... have to replace each of the knights. Yeah. And I, at the beginning when we talked, we talked about this last week. Just you and I. Yeah. And I, I didn't. I hated that idea. Yeah. Because it, it works in Kingsman. But now I'm like, damn, that actually works for Bond. It, it really, really does. does because then you understand why Q has been different. Why M is always different. Why M has been a man, a woman and a man. Yeah. So everyone like it's just. I mean, is, is the right word monocle or no, not monocle. What was the moniker ter- moniker? Thank you. The, the, the term yeah. is moniker. So you. You'd get a new James Bond 007. Like 007 is always James Bond. Yeah. So you lose your name. Like if I get, if I get upgraded, my name will no longer be John. Yeah. It'll be James Bond and I will be the new 007. I'm actually now really feeling this idea. I mean, it really makes sense. I mean, and that's, that's one of the things too. Because then you could actually bring in anybody anybody. to that role. Yeah. You could put a woman in there and be Jane Bond, Jane Bond. If you really want to do that. I mean, we're all screaming for a black bond. I'm in for this. Yeah. We all want Idris Elba. He said no. I'm I cool get with that. that. I'm, I'm cool with I that I get one. that. He's getting just old, old enough, enough. He's, that it's hard to cast him. He's a him. younger than Daniel Craig, and Daniel Craig is 50. Yeah, but that also means that Daniel Craig started when he was like 45 or yeah. 40 or 40. something. Yeah, 40. He was, he was 40. Because, yeah, it was like 10 years ago. Exactly. And I have a hard time saying, okay, let's get a 50-year-old in this spot for the next like five, six movies. Yeah. It's hard to make that switch. Do you want at a certain age? Do you want a younger person? Do you want to start hinging bond? Like they've done like Spider-Man and where like, if, all right, we can, we can get a, let's say a 25 ish year old, 30 year old around that age. That way we can, so. we can punch out possibly another five to seven bonds with this actor. Do you want to know my reason? No. Why is that? Because if, if it is that setup that I just said, yeah. where you get promoted to that, uh-huh. I'm not sure that I want some uppity young schmuck who's just <laughs> like, hey, I'm a double O now. Like, 
So you I don't want like that, Taron Edgerton? But I feel like Taron Edgerton already has such a good thing going with Kingsman. With Kingsman. Oh, I agree. Like, I don't want Bond to react to that to and suddenly have a young person. Like it Bond needs to be somebody who's older and has seen the world seen the wor- and he's, is suave and just has he's seen, that. He's seen some crap. I've done some yeah, stuff. I've done some stuff. I've seen the world and it is a scary, scary place. And I'm here to make it less scary but yeah i mean if you get a young bond then i feel like you're kind of undoing a lot of what's happened true i mean i guess that makes sense because i mean casino royale was really cool in the sense of bond was messy but again that was a reaction to jason Bourne. yeah but it was still an older guy who was an agent for mi6 exactly like he had already been an agent for x many years 10 15 years yeah so like he knows the ropes, he knows the ins and outs, he knows the higher ups. Yeah, but he's just. But he's, it's still messy because you did get that. The double O is a license to kill. Yeah, and so that does kind of that would be. I would like that point part of being a new double O is if you do get a, a younger guy or at least like you said, just a grizzled kind of older thirty five forty year old yeah. in the double O where he hasn't blatantly killed someone. Like where it wasn't life or death and you had to kill him because you had that license. The the mental it was it was more of you have to make this decision for the greater good. Yes. And you are allowed to make that decision. You're allowed to make the decision and without be, any repercussions. But what is the mental ramification of that? That that's something I would be interested in to I, to like explore with Bond. I don't know if I want to get into a damaged goods bond. But that's Daniel Craig is the damaged goods bond. Yes, but no. Because you're looking more at Jason Bourne saying, hey, I want him to be this kind of damaged goods. True. Like you're looking at something like that or like, um, I feel like there are already so many movies and you're that right. do that. There are so many movies that do that. It's so and much James better. Bond has its own little thing. True. And I, I want the suave in this. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I do love the suave. Like he Jason, oh, not that- Jason, sorry. James Bond is just kind of like. Yeah, he needs to be the grizzled. I've seen some stuff, but I'm still going to open the door for my lady. Exactly. Whatever. Uh, like all the manners, all the British manners, all the British he needs manners, to be very British still. And, you know, he's going to go home and have a cup of tea. A nice, a, a nice cuppa. cup of tea, a cup of tea. Nice cup. Of. OK, hold on. Uh, 83, 93, 2003, 2013. That wouldn't be that bad. I, I'm Are looking to share. I'm, I'm looking at Henry Cavell. Ah, because he was supposed to be Bond, and then Daniel yeah, Craig but beat he's him. He's so Superman now. I'm just throwing. He out, is. He is Superman. He is Superman, and that's the thing. He is, and plus, he was in Man from Uncle, so he's already been a spy. And he's in Mission Impossible Fallout. And he's in Mission Impossible Fallout. He's already been a spy. He's already been a spy, but I don't know. It'd be it'd be kind of cool. I mean, if you're talking about someone suave who has the look. I'm kind of like, yeah, Henry Cavell has that. Yeah, you're suave. You're, you're, I can see it. Kind of idea. Welcome to John's man crush hour. Yeah, Henry Cavell's on my man crush. I'm not gonna lie. I love that man. <coughs> God, needs to stop. That All right, hold nice. on. Let me, let me jump back now. What are we jumping to? Uh, just the replacement list of directors. I'm gonna oh, just, we're now getting back to we're, that we're after now, 15 minutes? After 15 minutes. But <laughs> good conversation, because I'm with you. I, yeah. I think an older esque bond yeah i I like that idea because i was like man maybe we could just hinge a franchise on just this young kid but you're right i want to see a bond who who's seen the world yeah who's been in situations where he couldn't pull the trigger or just yeah the world has kind of 
not broken him, but just worn on him a little bit. Yeah, he's got that weathered edge. Yeah, he's got that weathered edge. I kind of, I really but actually. He still drinks martinis. Yes, exactly. Okay, so the short list, and I found this is, oh man, Jan da- Demesh? Jan Demesh? Oh, I'm going to give that one to you. Jan Demange. Jan Demange. All right, that's cool. Uh, he Demange. did 71 and White Boy Rick. 71 actually looked really awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll show you the trailer. It, 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 we remember wanting to watch this movie. Okay. I and then the next one, David McKenzie. He did Hell or High Water. Okay. Uh, the one that everyone's kind of like freaking out about is Edgar Wright. Eh. I'm kind of with you. I'm like, eh. I mean, it'd be cool, but Meh. Eh. I I think his stylized ideas are a little too much for Bond. He, he does so much in the novel genre yeah am i thinking of the right edgar wright yes who did uh pride and prejudice no 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 no. which this, one this is what uh, did he do scott pilgrim versus the world baby driver oh you're thinking of joe wright oh okay that i knew it was that right that actually wouldn't be that bad joe wright i feel like he cool. would be a better choice than, than edgar wright edgar joe wright, wright actually is not a bad idea i kind of like that yeah and then uh jean marc valet which he did dallas buyers club Okay. I'd be okay with that one too. Yeah. Him or I think the front runner is the Jan. Because Dallas Buyers Club kept my interest enough, but it was still a really slow movie. Yeah. Like if you can figure out how that to nice keep balance. my attention yeah. while still having your slow paced movie. Jan, listen to Rose. She needs the slow. She has slow. It, like Seriously. it's too slow. I, I, I absolutely love it. It depends on the movie. True. Like there are some slow movies that I'll sit there and just watch and I love it. Yeah. And then other times I'm just like, can we please get to the story? See, and here's what I want. I want them to finish out Bond with Daniel Craig. It makes sense that they wanted to kill him, go out with a bang. We'll never Possibly. have to worry about Daniel Craig ever becoming Bond again. Okay. But I want the one person that I think everyone wants, but won't do it until we get a new Bond and he has more creative control would be Christopher Nolan. He has said he wants to do a bond and they have said they want him to do a bond, but there's this weird, like it has to be the right time. Yeah. And I think if I you get, give, you, if you let Christopher Nolan come in brand new bond, start from scratch, quote unquote, I think you'll have a fan freaking tastic bond Yeah, for two, three movies, especially if you sign them up to do a trilogy again, I think that would be <laughs> fantastic, but possibly that, that's just me going. I want, I want Christopher Nolan to do a bond movie, but yeah, and I that. It, it, it's neither here nor there. Yeah. So we're pretty sure Bond's going to get delayed. But you know what is officially been delayed? What's that? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you, uh, what, what happened with this? Minus everyone knows James Gunn got fired. James Gunn got fired. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that put this article in here. I thought you did. I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, okay, so... I think I put this in here, like, last week or something. Guardians 3 got got put on hold. That sucks for all of us, because we're really excited yeah. to, to see Guardians 3. It's it's one of the nice, almost weird palate cleansers of the <laughs> Marvel. You're just like, so tell us what happened with this. I mean, we know James Gunn got fired. Well... What else am I supposed to say? That's what happened. That's why it's delayed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... John does the spoilers. I do the spoilers. <laughs> I mean, I, it's it's not funny. It's it's still kind of sad to me that ten year old tweets had him lose a job. Yeah, but I I do understand it. 
I I see both sides. I see both sides. I do. I I, I see both sides. I I'm see with both you. sides of it. And so, I mean, we're trying to figure out who's going to be the next director for this. Everyone's screaming for like Taika Waititi. I think that would be interesting. That would probably be the safest bet. But I feel like he's so good with Thor that he needs to just stay with Thor. Exactly. And I like the idea. I, I read somewhere that Disney's just going to reach out to someone absolutely unknown or someone who hasn't worked in the Marvel Universe yet to try it. I think my one request here is please not Spielberg. Oh, yeah. No, let's not do Spielberg. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sitting here thinking of like 80s type movies and I'm just like, please, just not Spielberg. Or Howard. I don't want Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Yeah. I, 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 I don't want the tried and true. We know Spielberg and Howard make great movies. Yeah. I don't want that. They make very solid movies, especially at this point in their lives. True. They are making very solid movies. Yep. Marvel is not solid movies no. at this point. No, I want someone absolutely almost comically insane of, wait, you chose them? Yeah. Why did I'd you okay do that? that? Like, just out of the blue, just, oh, we're we're choosing, I can't even think of some, uh, the person who directed the remake of Godzilla. Just, Meh. I mean, I, I don't want that personally, but that that's where I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I don't understand that. I, I don't want him to do that one, but that's the craziest one I could think of. But it sounds like Disney's still going to use Gunn's script, which is okay. Yeah, I'm cool because, with that. Well, also, several of the uh, actors were yeah. just like, well, if you don't use it, we're going to quit. Exactly. Dave Batista being the yeah. loudest of that one. Yes. I want to say, I'm trying to find this too. I want to say that I read that even like the crew was let go. Like, Minus the solid yeah. act, the actors, all of the crew. Of, uh, well, because that way they can let the crew go, so that the crew can go find, find other, other jobs. Work. Which okay, good for Disney on like, that one. But. That's the thing. Disney is just like you know what? Let's not hold you to this job when we don't know when we're going to start. So I can't be too upset about that one. Oh, Disney, uh, Marvel, and Disney are taking measure measured approach in the search for a filmmaker. One source says that Thor Ragnarok director Taika Waititi recently yeah. had a meeting with Marvel and this is coming from uh, the Hollywood reporter. Okay. I mean, it, it's not said if guardians three was discussed, if a new Thor was, Who knows? I mean, we would win with a new Thor. I'm kind of, I want Taika Waititi to do this cause I think it'd be very interesting, Yeah, but he has really cemented Thor as the third bet, the like, best movie. Like he just changed. He just changed Thor, yeah. and I'm curious to see what else he what, has in mind yeah, for give, Thor. Give me a new trilogy of Thor yeah. with Taika Waititi doing it. I, I'm down with that one. Why not? But yeah, so what's going to come out in 2020 now is the next question, because if it's got... Yeah, for Marvel. For Marvel, because Marvel, well, we can kind of assume that Guardians was going to be May 2020. Okay. Okay. It's been delayed. It's been pushed back. Mm -hmm. So what, what's the next the next possible thing that could co could come out. And well, this leads us into Cumberwatch. Dun dun. Thank you. Now, it has been said that Sherlock season five, five. might not happen because Benedict Cumberbatch. At least no time soon. No time soon because he's in high demand. Yeah. Rightfully so. He also got... I think the correct term here is a shit ton yes. of money. Yes. An absolute <laughs> shit ton of money. A shit ton of money. Uh, 7.5 million pounds 
which I think I did the math, and this is about ten nine to ten million nine to ten million dollars to uh, to be Doctor Strange. Yeah, to do the sequel of Doctor Strange. Yeah, one movie. One movie. One movie. So we we have a director. Okay. The, the director of the first one's coming back. Uh, awesome. Scott. Sure. I don't remember his last name. I'm sorry. You're the one with the computer. I am the one with the computer. He is coming back for the sequel. They're just kind of waiting to figure out how to do it. So yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, is this going to be the 2020 May movie, which it I, could be Scott Dickerson okay. is the director. Every, he's coming back. He's writing it along. Uh, I think he's the one writing it as well, like Scott mm-hmm. Dickerson. So you, you've got everyone set up. Yeah. So in theory, you could just go, well, we just gave you 10 million extra dollars. <laughs> Or just ten million dollars. Tell me ten million dollars more to or to, to come no, do this. No, just ten million dollars. Okay, just ten million dollars to come play Doctor Strange in it's the sequel. It's not like raising ten million dollars. This is he's getting ten million dollars to act in Doctor Strange too. Okay, all right. Well then, well Benedict, you might as well just uh, let's jump right into it. If the fin- if the script Possibly. is finished and everyone lines up in the sense of like. Schedules, because I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch, you got Ejiofor. I can never pronounce his first name. Chiwetel Ejiofor? Yeah, Chiwetel Ejiofor. I love that guy. He's a great yeah, actor. Yeah, he's fantastic. He is a fantastic actor. Rachel McAdams. I mean, if you put everyone that is supposed to come back for the sequel, if mm-hmm. it's all cleared up, you might as well do it. You <laughs> might as well put that as the 2020. That would be pretty cool. May movie, because in 2020, you've got supposed to have Guardians. That's not happening. And the only other one I can think of was Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, that was which tw- is technically Sony. Sony. For now. For now. And in theory, you could have, unless Marvel's going to rush it, and I don't want them to, but they will have Fox by then. Yeah. But I don't want them to like, I mean, word they, vomit out an X-Men movie. Yeah. And I don't know. We'll it, see what they do. I, I don't know. This is, this is a very interesting time yeah. now that like, we had a track going with the Marvel movies and like guardians got pushed back. So now the shuffle that will happen, or maybe Marvel goes, Oh, let's just put in a squirrel girl movie or something. Yeah. Like, oh, let's Who just knows? randomly pull one out of the ass and find yeah, something. And we're like, oh, uh, by the way, I just found this in the article. Okay. Um, as of right now, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch from the first doctor strange, Thor Ragnarok and the last two Avengers movies. Uh huh has made 4.2 million pounds. So he's doubling what he made in four movies with, with just one. one movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, uh, Doctor Strange 2 is coming. Oh, yeah. Probably a lot faster than any of us actually anticipated. Eh, possibly. I see it being 2020. I see it being 2020. And I would love that. I, I, yeah. I think, what do we say? That was your second favorite Marvel movie or your first? Doctor Strange. I think it's sec- I think it's second or third. Okay. I think it was my first or second. I don't remember. I know yeah. we ranked them. It's been a it, while. It, it's I've slept it's since in the then. top five for both of us. Oh, absolutely. And that's been Cumberwatch. Dun dun. I'm impressed I can do that voice right now. Yeah, you're doing good. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. It's okay. Cough out that crap. All right. Steam. Valve. What's up? Oh, Valve. 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 That's true. It is Valve. Yeah. Valve owns Steam. Yes. That's what I'm going at. So, Valve, you get our facepalm of the week. So, this is actually from like a week ago. So, 
you know, we didn't have the podcast last week. So you get the last week's face palm of the week. Yeah. Which you get it now. You get it now. So congratulations on that one. Oh man, this is actually really, really funny. So what happened? So everyone knows, not everyone knows, but in the gaming world, Twitch is king. Yes. Twitch is king. Streaming, live streaming is awesome. It's fun. You get a nice interaction with your fans. And hey, by the way, come check us out. Catch Capades Plays. We have a lot of fun. I was hoping you were going to do that. Uh-huh. I was like, I, I was like, if you aren't, I'm going to plug nice us. Nice little self-promotion. Self-promotion there. there. So on our own podcast, <laughs> on our own podcast. Thank you very much for listening. But Steam has, I mean, you have to go after Twitch. Twitch is going after yeah. Steam with the games and Amazon and all that stuff, like how the games yeah. are bought and whatnot. So in turn, Steam and Valve is going after Twitch. Yeah. And what they were supposed to do was test what's called stream. Or Steam TV. Yeah. Steam.tv. Steam. Because it's twitch.tv, so now Steam.tv. Steam.tv, which is stream... Or, God, this is really hard with it so many really S's. It really is. Jesus, someone should have thought it of this. It really is. So Steam's streaming platform yes. was supposed to go Good out job. into a testing format within... Within Steam. Within, within Valve. Within Valve. Within the company. Yeah. Someone didn't look correctly... And hit the all on button. <laughs> Everybody yeah. got. So uh, they streamed uh, Dota 2's international tournament. Uh, they didn't really mean to. No. At least not to everybody. Uh, so, you know, they had to come out and say, hey, sorry, we uh, messed up a little bit there. Yeah, that was a test feed. You shouldn't have seen that. Now, that being said, since the cat's already out of the bag, it is now actually live. Is it? I thought it has been taken down. Or, hold up, hold up. Um, it, okay, from what, if I remember correctly, because we watched a couple n- people who talked about this, uh-huh. um, I think that it is live now, or it has actually unveiled its plans for going live. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, like, once they realized it, then Steam.TV was taken off. And they were just like, oh, we meant to make this an internal test, but uh, it was a public test. It was a public test. What did everyone think? All right, I just pulled it up, and uh-huh. it, it only it looks like it only goes to steam.tv slash Dota 2. So yeah. it's still running tests. Yeah, they're still testing it. They got to make sure that everything's good. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, this makes a lot of sense, especially since Amazon is trying to uh, make their own game launcher. Yeah. So that, that way you can buy games from Amazon and launch them from Amazon instead of buying them from Amazon and launching them from Steam. Exactly, because you can buy downloadable games through Steam codes you'll get from yeah. Amazon. And I, but, I actually get this because I do like yeah. what Twitch is doing is, say we're streaming a game, and I know we talked about this, yeah. and you like the game, you're, wa- you're watching this play, I'm like, oh, that's a really cool game. Yeah, there'll like we're playing Frostpunk or something. Yeah, there'll be a link in our on just, our Steam page. Yeah, just right there on the border around it. And you can click on it and buy it and you'll from be able, Amazon. from Amazon and they'll send you the code or if you want the No, they're making it so that you can you just buy the Amazon one. What about if the game is a disc or like What uh, about it? Would they send you the disc? I mean, it's only through Amazon. I'm with you. Like you click on the, the link and it goes to Amazon, you buy it. The article that I was reading made it sound more like they were talking about just computer games for okay. right now. Okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. So it sounds like it's just downloadable computer games. I'm not sure if they will also extend this to uh, console games. Okay. 
I don't know about that part. Uh, but like one of the things that that'll do is if you buy the game through that code, then we would actually get a small, tiny little portion of the game sales. So I just think that's kind of cool that they have that I for so content too. creators. I think that's really awesome. And I and going back to Steam, I, I understand that too. Yeah. To like stream your games. Because I know I've gotten on Steam and like the developers are actually streaming their games. So if you wanted yeah. to watch like... um On Steam or on Twitch? On Steam. Oh, okay. uh, actually on Steam itself. And I was like, and I think it was through a plugin on Twitch too, but possibly I was, I mean, you can scroll down and I saw the developer of, um, give me hollow Knight. That's the first one that came on. They're actually playing the game and you can kind of see what's going on from the developer's point of view of okay. why they did this. It was a very cool kind of behind the scenes. Okay. Cause the only one that I've actually watched with that was uh yacht club and they were on Twitch. Yeah. And they have done that one too, but I've seen them on steam itself. Okay. Like I'm scrolling through. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of that's cool. cool. So that's fun. Hey, guess what? We get a secondary face palm. Secondary face palm. What year is it? Um, I believe it is the year 2018. Are you sure? Not 100%. So uh, what's next year? Next year is uh, 2019. If Are, are we really sure about not, that? Not 100% sure. Because I feel like it's 2009. It could be 2009. we're getting a new Wii game. Another new Wii game. We're getting another we're new getting Wii game. We're getting two new Wii games. I don't so we're getting this. Just Dance 2018 yes. on the Wii. Which I believe is... No, it's not out yet. I think it comes out next month. I'm not know. sure. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's a holiday game. Yeah. What's the next game we're getting? Let's Sing 2019. Developed by Ravenscourt Games. It's coming to the PS4, the Switch, and the Wii. Wait, they skipped out on Xbox? <laughs> yeah. What the According hell? According to this article, yeah. Wow. According to this. Even they skipped out on PC as well? Well, I guess you, yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm okay. just reading what I have no, no, in no, this that's article. Fair. That's fair. I'm just like, oh my God. PC. So you developed it for the Switch and you developed it for the Wii. PC Magazine. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like you do. Yeah. Like you do. It's the best thing to do. Um, But yeah, that's really wait. all that I got about this. Wait, 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 no, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. I'm more looking at it going, okay, the Wii had Rock Band, so there's a microphone. The PS4 has a microphone. Mm-hmm. The Switch doesn't have a microphone. Oh, well, it does. Because you can't plug in a USB microphone? Well, I, I <laughs> does it have a microphone? Oh, that's what, I'm just very confused. I mean, I know you okay, have let's the also, voice chat. Let's also consider that you had, uh, I mean, they've... They've had to make microphones for games before. Yeah. So why not? But it's more just, I mean, how is it going to go in and register the voice? That's what I'm trying to, like, is it going to be... Through the software? Or how is it plugged in? Like, is it plugged USB? in? USB? So does that mean you only can play it docked? I know that it doesn't say anything on that one, but that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, wait, where... Because it's USB on the Wii... Mm-hmm. And I want to say it's USB on the PlayStation 4. I mean, if nothing else, you could probably get a dongle. But I mean, most people are going to play singing games docked. True. So I was just confused. I'm like, wait, how are they? How is it going to register? The, is it through the USB? That's all. I'm like, wait, hold on. There's not a like first party sw- switch microphone. That's all I was trying to figure. I'm like, wait, yeah. how are we? How are we going to be singing? Like, how am I going to sing like Rockstar? Or, uh, I can't think of any other game. Move. <laughs> 
I was going to keep on going for like two minutes and I just, I, yep. Yeah. Never mind. Uh-huh. Never mind. Uh, so another, is it really 2018 thing has happened? So that's, yeah, that's like, a good question for 2018. Is it really is 2018? Is it really 2018? Because I mean, the NES classic was the bestseller in best-selling June. Console. Best-selling yep. console in June. Uh, we're getting Wii games this year and next year. And a, what is this, 32-bit, 2.5D game. 16-bit, 16-bit love, 2.5D. 2.5D. Yeah, that's how I would would do it. Uh, Octopath Traveler is the best-selling game this month. Yes. The best-selling game. The best-selling game game of July is Octopath Traveler. Oh, I'm sorry, last month. Yeah. Yeah, the the NPD reports are a month behind, so Yeah. yeah, it's July. Yeah, of July. What? Yeah, Octopath Traveler, best-selling game of July. I mean, they've already shipped, what is it, 10 million units? I believe so. I mean, at least 1 million units. And I'm just like, it looks like a really cool game. We still haven't gotten it. Mm. Uh, I'm still hardcore into Kingdom Hearts. I am almost done with Kingdom Hearts 2. I'm so close now. Um, But yeah, I'm just like... This is the game? Yeah, this is this is what this game Cuz everything that I've heard it's a good game, but it is super slow. And each of the stories are just standalone stories, like they do not intertwine. These are just people who are randomly traveling and they happen to be traveling together. Yeah. Okay. That being uh, said, I really do want this game. As of August 3rd, uh, that's the f- er, first I can find it, 1 uh-huh. million copies. Oh, okay. 1 million copies as Still, of August that's 3rd. that's impressive I'm tr- I'm trying to for find one month. For one month. That's half a month. Half a month, yeah. Half a month. It came out July 13th. True. So yeah, half a month, 1 million copies. That's the that's insane. best number I can find real fast. No, I think around. that you're right on that. I think it was just 1 million copies from the beginning of August. So that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is by the... People who did Bravely Default, and now there are rumors also going around that Bravely Default could be getting a remaster or a re-release, or maybe even a third game on the Switch. We don't know. It doesn't say. I mean, it's the year 2018. We have a yeah, year so and a half old. It'll be the 3DS. It'll be the 3DS. We have a year and a half old console in the Switch, but no 3D available. <laughs> Or something ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah, that's really freaking stupid. Well, I just think it would be funny. It would be funny, but like Pokemon. But I also haven't played Bravely Default, so I, I don't really, know. Really good. Like, yeah. Really. I don't know really how much good. they use the second screen. Yeah. So that's my concern about bringing it to the Switch. Is would that actually work? I'm with you on that because I, I actually I, the art alone of Bravely Default. Oh yeah, is absolutely I've, amazing. I have wanted to get into that game for a while. It's just, again, my backlog is so big. Yep. It is huge. But it's about to be one game less. Yay. One game less. Yeah. Then I have to finish everything else on that disc and then go to the the next disc. It's okay. I got this. I have until January. I believe in you. I believe in you. January? Yes. End of January. End of January. Yep. I can totally do this. Uh, But it's crazy to me because uh, Famitsu, Famitsu talking about Square Enix and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, Famitsu, the Jap- Japanese gaming magazine, uh, put out a poll okay. asking, what is your most anticipated upcoming game? Okay. The number one answer, Final Fantasy VII Remaster. 
remake? Is it remake? Uh, it doesn't uh, remake. It doesn't Sorry, remake. remake. That blows my mind. That's insane. How long ago was this game announced? Earliest off the top of my head was 2013, 2014. Yeah, I mean, it's been four or five years. Yeah. We are still no closer to knowing anything about this game. That'll be the 2020 release. I still, I still, I don't even know if it'll be 5, ready. PlayStation 5. I don't 5 think it'll be ready in 2020. PlayStation 5 launched. It's title. already been like four or five years. But so, that, that's insane because. I, I mean, that's I, the number one. How how do out of you, all the consoles? How do you hold out? Not hope, but just excitement for that. With it, with it being that far away, and there's no legitimate in, <coughs> excuse me, end in sight. Yeah, like I, I mean, I'm, I'm more obviously honestly. Final Fantasy has never been my jam. Yeah, I'll be fully. I admit to that. I have not played as Final Fantasy. I want to because I want to understand. I'm very yeah. into understanding why. But my God, like yeah. it's been killing me that I've known about Spider-Man for a year and a half <laughs> and I have to wait two more months. No, two weeks from this yeah. recording for it to come out. But that being said, I'm still super excited for a Final Fantasy seven remake and I can't wait to play the game. It looks so oh, gorgeous. It, it looks gorgeous. I agree with you. And like, like I, I say I don't understand, but I feel but the you, hype. You, you are in I the Final the Fantasy. You, yeah. You're in the fantasy. You've played one. But like, also, this game has been built up so long. For okay, we might tangent. No, I mean like Final Fantasy VII. This game has been held up to a higher standard, like since it came out. Yes, and just non gamers have heard. Oh of yeah, this. Final Fantasy VII is like the quintessential JRPG that people can. Which talk is about. crazy because Final Fantasy IX is more typically everybody's favorite. Yes. Now the question I'm going to I'm going to pose to you and anyone watching or listening. Listening. Um will it will it make the hype? I hope so. I mean, let, let's this is one of the highest hype games I've ever heard of in my life of video gameness. I don't know if it will live up, but I do awkwardly like because I'm slow. Ugh. I don't know when I'm going to get back into it, uh, but I've played probably just over half of Final Fantasy seven. Okay. Um, and like, I'm, I'm excited that they're going to be actually changing up some of the battles. Sure. Like they're redoing some of the stages. They're redoing some of the battles. Um, I know that they're, I'm sure that they will stay true to the story, yeah. but I'm also sure that we'll be getting like some different cut scenes or things like that. I don't think it'll be a turn based. I think it'll be. I don't know if it'll be straight turn based. It might be the active turn based that Square has gone into. See, I think it's going to be a full action Kingdom Hearts style where you're just I attacking th- everyone. I think that I, think I don't that- think it will because like even I haven't played 15, but I played a little bit of Final Fantasy 13 when it came out. Uh huh. And that was uh, action. It was uh, turn-based action. Okay. Which means that you can sit there and take as long as you want to figure out how long, you know, what you want to do. But while you're sitting there trying to figure out what move to make, the enemy could attack you like three times. Like they have to wait. They've got a cert- a, a they have a break meter. Is that what it is? Um, no. Is that no, because you're thinking of limit breaks. Okay. They have. It's basically. It's basically like a cooldown meter. Okay. Um, that's the best way that I can think of to explain it. Gotcha. So like they have a cooldown meter. You have a cooldown meter. Um, but like they don't have to wait for your turn okay. for them to attack you. Gotcha. 
So it's not a, it's an action. It's not a, it's an active turn based. That's the word that's, for it. It's, it's active turn based. So I was yeah. like, turn based. Active turn based. A to B or back and forth. Active yeah. turn based is, yeah, that's, that's the proper term for it. But okay, that's interesting because. So I wouldn't be surprised if they go to that with Final Fantasy VII. Uh huh. Um, because the straight up turn based is hard to do with the kind of graphics they're going for because that. If they do those kind of graphics with a straight up turn based, then it makes it less real mm-hmm. to most people. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I am super excited to see everything for this game. Like, even if it's, I have no idea if it's, they're still planning on it being episodes or whatever else. But I think it'll be fun. Okay. Final Fantasy 15 is not a turn based. Think Kingdom Hearts meets Batman Arkham Knight. So you're okay, just, so you're, that's the active RPG. Yeah, so action RPG, action RPG, and I would what little because we've seen what two cutscenes of this. We've seen the opening cinematic, and apparently and, they've changed and the changed look the, of everybody. Yeah, since and that's then. that's fine. And then we've seen one where I've, I remember clouds just kind of flying around and hitting like fourteen people at one time in a in yeah. the middle of a fountain. So okay, I, so I think, he's talking about uh, after he gets out of the factory. For those of you who've played. Final oh Fantasy God. Seven. Oh uh, it's God. still at the beginning of the game. Oh no, that's fine. It's still at the beginning of the game. But I, th- I think that's where I'm leaning more toward, probably more fi- uh, Kingdom Hearts style. I know. I'm glad I, I found yeah. this. I was like, I don't know what Final Fantasy 15 is either. Yeah. So let me look this up real fast. But yeah, it's, Kingdom Hearts it's in meet- my backlog. So okay, that would be kind of cool. I would get into that yeah. one because I think personally, I think Arkham Knight or the, the Batman Arkham trilogy uh-huh. is some of the best, most fluid fight system yeah. ever. And that's why yeah. I'm really excited for Spider-Man, because I think they're really trying to mimic that. Yeah. And I, I think it'll really work. So if that's the case, I might play Final Fantasy 15. I mean, we have it. I, I should have, just I should just We might it. have two versions of it. Oh, that's right. I did buy you the royal version, didn't I? <laughs> okay. Okay. We bought them both on sale. I know. I know. It's we did. okay. I know we did. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like n- the number one most anticipated game is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Then it's Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm so happy we finally have a release date for it. And I'm ridiculously happy that I'm working my way through those games. Whoa! Uh, third is Smash Brothers, which is, I think, the soonest. Yeah, the one that's coming out the soonest, I think. What's the next one? Um, Warriors Oroki. Orochi 4, which I'm assuming is a hell? Japanese game. Okay. Uh, Persona Q2. Uh, that comes... Uh, I don't remember I don't that remember. one comes out. I know they just announced it. Oh, uh, Pokemon Let's Go comes out before Smash. Smash. Yeah. Uh, Romancing Saga 3. Okay. Part of the Saga series, which I also want to get into. It's another RPG. Okay. Uh, Code Vein, which I've heard of, but yes. I don't know anything about. Uh-huh. Resident Evil 2. I don't remember when that comes February. out. February. Okay. And Bayonetta 3. Does that have a release date It does yet? not. Okay. Yeah, but that is not happening. I think that's if yeah, early it's gonna, as 2019. It's going to be a little bit. 2020. That's yeah. just, it's going to 2020. Every, everything's going to 2020. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Because we got that 2020 vision. We got the 2020 vision right there. <laughs> I like it. So if you want to watch a stream, Rage Games... Fun throwback okay. games or story games, please come check us out on twitch.tv slash couchcapades plays. But what sucks is yeah. not us. We're awesome. I'm just gonna say of that. Of course right we now. are. We're awesome. We riff we really, are. really well. But Twitch has decided to change 
some stuff up. Yeah. Which Amazon. Amazon Amazon did because Amazon yeah. owns Twitch. And I'm actually I'm actually upset by this. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Of us like, who have just all. been streaming for a, a little over a month now. Yeah. And they're changing some cool ideas because when you had Amazon Prime, you got one free Twitch subscription. Twitch subscription. The four ninety nine Twitch subscription, which I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. Yeah, because that way you can use some of your Amazon money or Amazon subscription money to support your favorite streamer. Yes. I'm like, all right, that actually makes a lot of sense. I'm not out any money. Yeah. It's already built into the $99 that you pay or the $129.99 that you're about to pay unless you're on a student account. Shut up. I'm not going to say anything. Keep your mouth shut. Got to keep my mouth shut. Play it cool, John. I'm going to play it cool. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Try to have some chill. Amazon's listening. (laughs) But um, here's what sucks is that they're taking that away from Prime members. There's no such thing as Twitch Prime anymore. That sucks. That's awful. Because it was just included with Amazon Prime. Yeah. Which made a lot of sense. And then you were allowed to have... You got free... You you didn't have to see any ads. No ads and some free merch. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. free drops in the game. Free drops in the game, free merch and stuff like that. Yeah. I got something for Wrecking Ball on uh, Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, I signed up and I was like, oh yeah, I'll take that stuff. I need it because I'm in Overwatch now. Yeah. But I, I hate that they're taking this away. Yeah. Especially because they're now trying to push their Twitch Turbo. Yeah. Which I, I, at first I was like, all right, you know what? It's five ninety nine or four ninety nine to sub to a streamer. Twitch Turbo is, is nine dollars, I think. Yeah, eight ninety nine, I believe. And I was like, all right. So in my mind, I was like, all right. So you can do the no. It's this Twitch Turbos for no commercials. And I assumed, dumb me, that there was a Twitch subscription built into that. And I'm like, all right, that actually makes a lot of sense. You're paying no commercials for another three ninety nine or three bucks. Yeah. Okay, whatever. That's that's not that bad. And then I read into this. Yeah. And I come to find out that Twitch Turbo is just for no commercials. Yeah. And you still have to pay. Four ninety nine, yeah. To sub to your favorite Twitch streamer, and I'm like, this, this is, is gonna hurt a lot of Twitch streamers. Yeah, I mean, I know everyone's in the business to make money. I, I'm with you, Amazon. I'm with you, Twitch. I understand because a lot of people were actually. I mean, you even said, and according to Polygon, you even said Twitch Prime was great for Twitch streamers because exactly it was already built in. And it's clearly amazing for Amazon because yes. they're still making money off Prime. Yes. Everyone, if you don't have, I, I, I'm I, not plugging Amazon, but if you don't have a Prime, you should get a Prime membership. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's one of my favorite well, things. One of the only subscriptions that I will hold on to when I have to start cutting subscriptions. Yeah. Prime will be the one that I'm like, nah, you have to stay. Because Prime is actually helpful because... I mean, we get stuff faster. We get stuff faster. We get videos. We get to watch. Yeah, we have a uh, Amazon Prime Video. I mean, it, it it's a very we get awesome. some books for Kindle. Yeah, you it's, can get some of them free. It's very awesome to have. And with us in Twitch, it was just kind of a built-in perk. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, this is this is awesome. I'm digging this. It was part of the reason that we started streaming. Yeah, it really was. A little bit, a little bit, but it was kind of like now right. it's just fun, and we're gonna keep on going. Exactly. <laughs> Couch capades plates. Remember that. <laughs> But it sucks now because now you're almost asking your subscribers to to pay nine dollars plus whatever they want to pay plus their subscriptions to yeah the tier that they want to go on yeah and which Amazon Prime is decently expensive yeah 
So it's kind of weird. I, I I don't like it because it, it like we said ninety nine dollars. Well, because it hasn't changed yet. They price for yet. Prime, but then I'm you sure want will. the subscription is monthly. So let's just take a five dollars subscription. You're paying five dollars to a Twitch streamer each month. Yeah. So that's sixty dollars a month if you do it for a year. Yeah. You want to know the other thing that sucks for the streamers, What's the people that? getting the money. You actually get a little bit more from Twitch Prime subscriptions. Yes, like it's it's like two cents. It's two cents more, but if you're but if you have a ton of people that are signing up through their Twitch Prime yeah, free subscription, because it's that adds up, which we don't. We but don't. We we've completely got, understand the people who do. Yeah, because you get about half of the a little under half with the Twitch Prime. No, you get you get half with Twitch Prime. You get a little under, under half, half without. Twitch. If they're just subscribing, subscribing to you, which, like I said, it's like two cents difference, so it's not bad. But that two cents can add up real fast. But it's more, it's not, to me, it's not the money aspect of it. It's the yeah. perception aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. Because let's be honest, we live in a world where perception is king. Oh, absolutely. It doesn't matter what happened. It's what I saw happen. Yeah. Pixar didn't happen. Pixar didn't happen. And so if Amazon's like, oh, yeah, this is great. It's helping the streamers. Everybody loves it, and they're like, "Well, crap! Now we can make we could make more money. Yeah. Now, if we just take that away, which and is so sad. Uh, force Twitch Turbo, and then still make them subscribe. That's just more yeah. money in our pockets. Yeah. Because I I will assume I'm pretty sure that through Twitch Turbo, the streamers don't get anything. It's I all, doubt it. It's all toward Twitch and Amazon. I'm sure. And then so. I mean, if there's no way to subscribe to people through that service, then yeah, yeah. I just, that's I, what we got. I think that's absolute horse crap. Yeah. I don't like it. Mm-mm. And I, I kind of expected better out I of really Amazon and Twitch. Because they've done so well so far. Yeah, they, they've really been the champion for gamers. I'm going to fully admit that. Yeah, like you and I have been very impressed on what kind of breakdowns we get, what kind of support we get yeah. through Twitch, because we've been doing YouTube for like four years. Yeah. Three three or four three years. Three or four years we've been doing YouTube, and now that we jumped and on Twitch, just, all right, let's try it. We've noticed a difference. Yeah, we've seen a full-on difference of how the business model of Twitch yeah. really works, and we're like, okay. That alone makes me go, I want to stay on Twitch because exactly. I, I see the breakdown. I see what works and what doesn't. And it's not just a random hodgepodge of information and numbers that I have to sift through YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. You're crap. It's crap. Your stuff is crap. I fully said. And yet we're still putting out videos on YouTube. Hey, you know what? <laughs> on the flip side, Twitch is helping YouTube in my it opinion. Is. And our, in, for us, it is. And it's a lot of fun. So that's cool. I dig that that part, but I hate yeah. what Twitch is doing. It's it's gonna make life a little bit harder for bigger streamers, even smaller streamers. <laughs> even, yeah, actually, for a lot harder on us now because yeah. we're a smaller streamer. We're not. It's gonna be harder for people to go. You know what? I Let really want to use that five dollars to these people, or even just the people who aren't who. You know, who have Twitch Prime and they're just like jumping from one streamer to another. Yeah. Now they have to sit there. And wait for the ad to run, so they're not going to try out more streamers. Yeah. They're going to, like, find somebody that they're just like, okay, I don't hate their voices. Let me just leave it here so I don't have to watch another ad. That's a valid point. Like, that's more what I'm upset about. That's actually, I didn't think about it that way. People will stick. I mean, people do stick around for, like, their favorite streamers, but 
the but if they're looking concept. for a new streamer, yeah, a new streamer trying out, they're just going to find somebody that they're not bad. They're not bad. That's a valid, valid point. I didn't think about yeah. that. Man, you're getting smart. I like this. Hey, I do what I can. I, I like this a lot. So, um, work past my blondness. Got to work past that blondness. <laughs> sometimes the internet sucks. <laughs> like a lot. And sometimes it just makes funny stories and, like this one. And sometimes it just. <laughs> It does make funny stories, and then good things come out of the internet. Yeah, but this one, the internet sucks. The internet sucks on this one. <laughs> I know. All right, so the meme Ligma is... Has destroyed somebody's life. Their liter- gaming has, life. Uh, gaming life. It really gaming has. Gaming life. It's, it does suck. It's very interesting to me. So I'm not going to say the joke of Ligma, but... Figure it out. You can figure it out. All right. But a 12-year-old gamer tag was changed by Xbox. Okay, guys, not a 12-year-old's Not a 12-year-old, but a, a gamer tag that was 12 years old. Yes. This guy had the same gamer tag for 12 years. It was Ligma. Yeah. He made up the word. And since then, it has come to mean something. It has come to mean something completely different. Yeah. And so Xbox was just like, you know what? We see what you did here. This is not appropriate. We're going to change your name change for you. to Angry Kitten 1025. Is that what it was? That's what it got changed to. Oh, my to. God. Yes. This is, for, this is from Eurogamer. <laughs> this is how it popped up on me. Eurogamer was like, hey, take a look at this article. I'm like, okay, I will. 1025. Yeah. That's amazing. Angry. I would have kept Angry Kitten 1025, but the principle behind it. I mean, it, he's, he's got like a couple custom controllers. Yeah. Like, and plus, you get attached to that gamer tag. You do. Like, I would be upset if somebody tried to if somebody tried to change my gamer yeah. tag. It's one thing if I change it. Yeah, exactly. But if someone else changed it, then that'd be something else. I would be upset too. Yeah. So what happened was this guy posted on Reddit, I believe. Was it Reddit? <laughs> I think that's what you told me the other day. Uh, hold on. I want to make sure. If... Oh, just posted it on a forum. Let's let's go with Reddit. That's the forum. I I'm skimming real fast. I can't find it. Yeah, it says R slash Xbox One. Okay, so yeah, on Reddit, going so Reddit. hey, Xbox changed my gamer tag because it was <laughs> Ligma. Here's my reasoning why it was Ligma twelve years ago from a game. Yeah, I like I made up that and I I put it together and I really liked it and I just ran with it. Now Ligma means something else, and this Reddit post blew up. Yeah, absolutely blew up and caught the attention. Of Major Nelson, Larry Herb, who is yeah. the that's amazing the, the YouTube face the of. face of Xbox, pretty much. That's a great way to put it. Face yeah. of Xbox, and apparently he told uh, Ligma, the guy going, "Hey, yeah. email me. I can't make any promises, but let's see what we can pull off." Yeah, and so apparently through the exchange, Larry Herb, Major Nelson was like, "We got it back for him because this was so- not." In the form of what Ligman means now. It was 12 years old. It was made for a game that he was playing. Yes. So he actually got his screen name or his Xbox Live name back, which. Yeah. I think that's really cool. That's really cool. The Internet sucks. (laughs) (laughs) The Internet absolutely sucks. But every now and then we're like, there's a little glimmer of hope of why the Internet is legitimately, legitimately awesome. Once in a while. Once in a while. Fortnite players, guess what? If you play on PlayStation 4 and use a mouse and keyboard, which is a thing, I didn't even know that. Yeah, they have support for mouse and keyboard. They have a support for mouse. Oh, yeah. Hori has the uh, pad, yeah. the game pad. I forgot about that. You're going to be matched with uh, PC players now. And if you well, play Fortnite. you're going to be matched with people who are on keyboard and mouse. Yep. 
You want to know why that sucks? Why? For all of the people on your team that are not using mouse and keyboard, they are still being matched with With mouse and keyboard. keyboard? If there is one person on your team using a mouse and keyboard, you will be matched with people on mouse and keyboard. Oh my God. That That being said, I do like that they're trying to even the playing field. Yeah, absolutely. That sucks. But yeah, currently there's no support for mouse and keyboard from Xbox. I believe they're working on it. Rumor has it they're working with actually Razer. Oh. Razer and Microsoft are trying to find it. Like they have a partnership that they're the rumor. That's the rumor that they're going to come out with a mouse and keyboard for the Xbox one. That kind of makes sense. That's cool. At least. I mean, Hori is not a bad brand, but no, if you can, the oomph that Razer is, (laughs) you might as well. You might as well. Why not? But that sucks. I I didn't read the whole article. So that's actually, no, I saw that in there and I was just like, wow, that, that actually sucks. Oh, I'm sorry. Xbox one has no official support for keyboard and mouse controls. Okay. So you could probably plug in a hub and try. I don't know. I I don't want to. I I like my mouse and keyboard on my computer. Something like that. That sucks. All right. Um. Oh, and Epic has not said anything about PC players using a gamepad. So, like, if you're playing on PC but using a con- an a contro- Xbox, an Xbox controller, controller yeah. we don't know if you will be matched with other gamepad players. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. That's actually really interesting. One of those things that you never really think about. I'm also kind of curious how this is going to work with the PS4 because they don't have crossplay on. They do with PC. That's they, oh, okay. When when PlayStation talks about crossplay, play they it's not it's not with Xbox and Sony. It's with PC. Okay. Yeah, that got it. So we're people are fighting for a world where crossplay happens yeah. on all consoles and all PCs. Yeah, because I mean, you can already play Microsoft, uh, Minecraft on Switch and Xbox. Yes, and same with uh, your soccer game, uh, Rocket Rocket League. Rocket League. Yes. So I don't know. We're living in a very interesting world. We really do. So, uh, as you're coughing over there, <laughs> Xbox is doing something new that I'm in on. I. At first, I had very mixed feelings. I'm starting to warm up to this. That's funny. Okay. I, I say I'm in on right now at this moment, uh, moment. I'm in on. I'm starting to have mixed feelings going the opposite direction now. I understand. So I'm, I, it's very I get odd. that. So Xbox. So uh, Xbox has realized that people rent their phones. So why shouldn't you? Well, rent to own a phone. Yeah. So why shouldn't you rent to own a console? That's very interesting. So. It's one of those things they have come out and said, oh, hold on. I go away. Go away. Where's my article just went away. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, But yeah, it was this was not announced at Gamescom because that just happened. Yeah, yeah, just ended. Just ended. And Uh, it's only a U.S. based thing. Yeah, it's U.S. based. So they did not announce it at Gamescom in Germany. Amazingly enough. So uh, the rumor is that this is called the Xbox All Access Mm -hmm. bundle or pass. And what you're going to get with it is. Two years of Xbox Live, two years of Game Pass, and a console for one monthly cost, one monthly payment. Yeah. For the Xbox One S, it's supposed to be around $22 a month. Yeah. And for the One X, it's $35 a month. And this is for 24 months, which is our phones. Yeah. 24 months is usually your bare minimum 
is usually where you are at phones. Like, yeah. So I, I find this very interesting. Cause one, I really, really want a one X. Yeah. Like but really it's so, bad. It's such a high entry point. Yeah. Like I, I can't bring myself. I'm older. I'm smarter. I cannot trying bring to be. trying to be, and I cannot bring <laughs> myself to drop five hundred dollars. That's so tough. I got a TV. I, that makes sense to me. But that's a TV. That's, that's a not TV. a console that we already own a, a half a step down of. Yeah, it's very hard for me to go. Yeah, I want to get a One X, and it, it's even hard for me when it's four hundred dollars, and I'm looking on like Amazon Marketplace, yeah, or Facebook Marketplace, or even like a refurbished one. Yeah, it's really like I don't know if I want to do that. But this thirty-five dollar one. Most likely, I'm going to end up doing. Most likely. There's a very good chance. Because I I, I already pay for Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. I already have Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I'm just missing the One X. And over the course of the two years, I think you figured out it would save about $50 to get this bundle. 20 20 It's 20 bucks you save by doing this bundle. So, I mean, not a ton. But, the upfront, but you don't have the upfront cost. Yeah. And I find that I th- interesting. I still want to make sure that what, you know, if you still have like six months of uh, games with gold. Yeah. Will that extend six months after that 20, that two years? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, like, you're right. So long, so long as those things transfer, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Because I, I in the end of June is when my Xbox Live renews. Yeah. So I if, was just pulling out numbers. So no, 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 no. I'm with you. I'm, <laughs> so if this drops, let's say this week, I, I don't I highly doubt it'll be this yeah. week. Well, let's say it drops this week and I go pick it up. Will either A, I get the extra one year. B, will they knock off the price? Because I've no, already got the one I don't year. See that I don't see them doing that either. But I, I want to know how Did this. Did you have an option C? Um, it sounded like you were going I to. was and I, I forgot it. What was my option C? Don't worry about it. But those are the two or options. C, or C, will it be you've just paid twice? Oh, yeah. For there we go. See, that, that's yeah, that's exactly. Oh, did I just pay twice for one year? Yeah. I don't think they're dumb enough to do that. I one. don't think so. I think you're right in the sense of extending. I, I, I see that being most likely. Yeah. But if not, then I mean, if nothing else, we'll just put the, uh, game pass on my account. Yeah. We can move stuff over and, yeah. and that's the other thing too. What if I already have it? Can I gift you the like right. six months that I bought for game pass? Did we just up? We'll figure it out. Yeah. So we're, let's we're, not talk about finances. Where, where, where does this all lie? Also, yeah. can I can I up it? Like, can I do seventy dollars a month and be done with it in a year? Yeah. Like, I can do that with my phone right now. Well, if I like a year and a half, year and a half. If I wanted to, yeah, I can go just pay off my like, phone can, right now. Yeah. Can you pay extra to pay it off early? Yeah. Let's say we do it for a year, and the Xbox, and I have like three hundred dollars left, and let's say we get a bonus at work or something like that, and I'm like, you yeah. know what? I'm tired of paying the thirty five dollars. Let me just go to my account on Microsoft or yeah, wherever. Or, wherever at, you get this. Yeah, thing. probably GameStop or Best Buy. They're probably all going to do it in a weird way. I know that they, probably. They, they're probably they probably going to try and figure out how to do it. Can I just go up there and be like, hey, here's my account. Yeah. Let me just pay this whole thing off and I want it to be mine. Yeah. And then the next part is if they're because how phones, phone companies, mm-hmm. how they get you is, oh, come and upgrade. Yeah. Coming upgrade. Well, we're not done with our two year. Don't worry about it. Coming upgrade. Yeah. And then what would the upgrade even be? Yeah. Is it is this kind of leading into <laughs> Project Scarlet? That's the name. That's the name of the next Xbox. Is this leading to Project Scarlet of we're going to start getting emails about 
Scarlet, because it's going to come within that two year span. I doubt it will. But let's say Project Scarlet's going to come within that two year span. Yeah, like and, it comes in a year and a half. And they're like, hey, we know you have your subscription to Xbox All Access. Do you want to trade in your Xbox One X, add on another $10, right. and we can get you a Scarlet? Yeah. That's Although an- I really hope it's not more than $500. I I, it's like, I hope not either. I don't know. I know. I'm just randomly pulling out numbers right now no, because I get it's kind of one of those, it's newer, so I yeah. would assume it's going to be a little more expensive. And so then we're in that weird What do we con- do? What do we do? Like, we're in the phones because I'm not going to lie. I've had my phone for about a year. I'm itching for a new one. I, yeah, he itches for a new phone every, every year. Every year I itch for a new phone. Every year. And I'm trying to back off, but now, <laughs> like, consoles... I'm so used to having five, seven years. Yeah, we have the iteration steps. Yeah. And some I buy, some I don't. But this one, if you close that generational gap to two years, which you won't, but you have the the, uh, console upgrades, the the half steps. Mm -hmm. How's that going to work? Yeah, I could see that coming in. Yeah. like So in a year and a half, Scarlet comes out. So we just we jump on the Scarlet. I'm not trading in my Xbox One X, but let's just say we do. Yeah. And then within a year and a half, Scarlet 2.0 comes out. Yeah. And they're like, well, we got this. Come on. I mean, Xbox and Microsoft said they're really pushing games as a service. This is the definition of games as a service. It's a good stepping stone to games as a service because, I mean, this is the console as a service. Yeah, this is console as a service. So who follows? If this does well, PlayStation will follow. Oh, yeah. Nintendo might follow. (laughs) <laughs> There's Nintendo a small do what, chance. Nintendo do what Nintendo do. Exactly. But it, this could, we could be walking into some very murky waters when it yeah. comes to just subscriptions. Like, and where's yeah. the line? Where do we stop? I don't know. I don't know. It's very odd, it, but it's very interesting. Like, but I mean, there are so many people who are willing to pay for this subscription and that subscription. So let's just tack on another subscription. Let's just tack on another. Plus su- this one, this subscription will be done in two years, and then you get to keep your console. Yeah, it's very. You have a payoff. Yeah, it's very weird. It and really is. It actually scares me. That's why I'm like, yeah. The more I'm thinking about, it, the more I'm like, should we just save the five hundred? Maybe I should just drop the five hundred dollars <laughs> so I don't have to worry yeah. about this crap. I get Maybe that. Maybe I should do that. Maybe yeah, I should. I, I'm really going back and forth. <laughs> I'm not sure it's, yet. It's a very odd, slippery slope. It is. It's it very, is. very odd. All right. You know what? We like music. Yes. We love music. Exactly. All forms of music. Pretty much. I mean, we both, you play piano, I played the saxophone. So we, yeah. we grew up with some classical music playing yeah. it. I love chiptune and video game music. I listen to anything. Yeah, we actually really do listen to anything. I love musicals. I do too, actually, and that's thanks to Rose. Yay! I actually, I truly enjoy musicals now. I didn't when I first met her, and then I got used to them. And then and I was just like, "No, you need to try this you one." You need to try this one and this one. And she finally broke me, and I start yeah. really enjoying musicals. Yeah. I still believe that Les Mis is one of the greatest stage performances. Yes, how they make that work—it's fantastic. It's amazing. But what was cool about this, about why we're talking about music, is the Telegraph. Okay. The, so okay, this the, comes from the Telegraph. This comes from the Telegraph. Video game music is just We're talking about this because of the, the telegraph. telegraph. All right, so that gonna, thing that you use to send messages hundreds of in, years ago. Back in the nineteen twenties <laughs> when we sent messages through the telegraph. <laughs> stop. But the video game music is is just as good as an introduction to classical music for children as a concert, says 
art chief. Now, I know what I said doesn't sound right. <laughs> okay. And Rose is going to correct me because I'm losing my freaking mind right video now. Ga- so the title of this article from The Telegraph is Video Game Music is Just in- as Good an Introduction to Classical Music for Children as a Concert. Thank you. Anytime. That's what I'm here for. Okay. So what this is talking about is James Williams, uh, the managing director at the Philharmonic Orchestra. The Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Yes. There are different Philharmonic orchestras. This is the Royal Philharmonic. Philharmonic. I hate trying to say Philharmonic. (laughs) Wait, there is? There's different Philharmonic orchestras? I didn't. I honestly had no idea. I thought there was just one. I thought it was the Royal Philharmonic. Is there? Oh, my God. Yeah, this is the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Oh, Sorry, I, that just blows my mind. I thought there was something. Okay, if you break down philharmonic, phil means love. Uh-huh. And harmonic is the combining of sounds in a harmony. That's how I'm translating it. So it's the love of music, basically. We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> I'm not looking for the English concept of the breaking down the word. I thought there was just one philharmonic orchestra. I don't think so i thought i thought that that was it like when you talk about the philharmonic it doesn't matter if you have the royal part in front of it i thought it was that was it like if i talk about you know what it's been forever since i've looked into any orchestra so i I, don't know for sure i mean minus the idea of there being a traveling version of the philharmonic Yeah, there's the london philharmonic orchestra oh okay i'm pretty sure they're different I, I don't know. That's why you just stopped me. I'm like, wait, I thought they were all like one corp, one, <laughs> no, and one thing like, and you had traveling. There's like the Fort Worth. I think it's just the Fort Worth Orchestra. It's just the Fort Worth Orchestra. I don't know. I feel like there's more Philharmonics, but, you know, correct me if I'm wrong in the con in the comments of wherever you're listening to this. Okay. <laughs> now that I've blown your mind. Sorry, guys. The man, uh, James Williams, the managing director of the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. There, I said it. Uh-huh said that computer games are an important access point for youngsters to experience classical music for the first time. Yeah. He said, I think exposure to orchestral music in all of its forms is a, is a fantastic thing. I love this. Yeah. I think this is one of the coolest things someone has said about video games. I mean, or just music in general. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter how they get into music. Just get into music. Yeah. That's really all that it is. And like, I love that he's talking about orchestral music with this because that is something that you don't hear. Like people aren't going to be like, Oh, let me go hear this orchestra play. They're like, Oh, I have a friend who's in orchestra at school. I'm going to go watch them play. Yeah. And I feel like that's one of the easiest ways to get into orchestra. Yes. Um, But then also Way before that, you have these video games that have these soundtracks that you've been listening to for years. Yep. And so why not use this? Use it to your advantage. And it it, it, it does. It makes a lot of sense because even with film, TV, video games, you know something's missing when... When there's no music. When there's no music or the music sucks. Yeah. Like it is a complete package when it comes to video games and movies and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not just... Great gameplay. It's great gameplay paired with awesome graphics, paired with just one of the best scores ever made. It's not just 
a great actor, but it's the great it's the great acting behind the story that was directed by a filmmaker, which was the music was produced by John Williams. Like you a know, lot of time. A lot often of time. enough, often enough, <laughs> I just chose him or Hans yeah. Zimmer, but. Yeah. It's very interesting that someone of, I mean, this stature, like, I don't think about the Philharmonic or the uh, Royal Philharmonic Orchestra at all. I don't. I I don't. Not on a day-to-day basis. Not on a day-to-day basis. But I love that it's more of the idea of it's an access point. Yeah. And it it, it was very. If you think about it, like video game soundtracks are starting to be a lot more common. Yes. They're starting to be packaged. You know, snippets of them are being packaged in with. Uh, collector's editions of games yep. so that you can listen to the soundtrack, the soundtrack. anywhere you go. Yeah, do it, If you're doing something else, you can listen to the soundtrack. I mean, and I started looking up soundtracks. I mean, we talked about collecting vinyls of soundtracks. They're just, yeah, we've art. discussed it, but they're expensive. They're expensive and I don't want to, but I mean, you've got <laughs> yeah. beautiful soundtracks like oh, journey. Fantastic. I mean, let's be honest. Halo three is a great soundtrack. Yeah. You have red dead redemption. And like you can go on to YouTube and you have people who have gotten the entire soundtrack of like Splatoon 2. Um, one of my favorites recently has actually been Xenoblade Chronicles. Yes. I haven't started the game, but the music is gorgeous. Legend of Zelda. Oh, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. And you like, said it correctly. Like with Breath of the Wild, that came out and people were just talking nonstop in all their reviews about the piano. Yep. In how, that game, how and I was just yet like, beautiful. This is amazing. The piano was. Because you don't hear about pianos anymore. No, you don't. And it's it's really it's cool because I, I love this. Because I, I I think like I said it. It's a the whole package. Yeah, a great game, a great movie. It's almost about the music. Yeah. I if you don't have the music backing up what's going on, it's a crap game. Yeah. I mean, and let's be honest. In Sony's press conference for E3, you'd walk in. And they would have something really cool. Usually it was have, part of the freaking soundtrack. Yeah, like this E3, it was they had some people playing legit instruments yep. of from The Last of Us 2 and from um what's their samurai game? They had somebody on a wind not a wind flute, but it was a wind instrument. And it's their new oh, samurai game that's what coming is out that, called? that I cannot think of the name of it. Because it's not the one from From Software. No, I'm with you. Samurai guy. That's actually, it's called uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I was like, what is that called? No. And you're just sitting there and you're like, wow, this is really awesome. And I mean, at the time it was a little bit dumb because they made people go from one setting to another. That's neither here nor there. But that's just Sony trying to set up an interesting E3 experience. Yeah. It, but if you think about it, because they had... Uh, Journey of the Goddess, which was a traveling band, a traveling orchestra for Breath of the Wild and just Zelda in general. Yeah. Sold out. Yeah. Couldn't get to it. We could, we tried to get to it. Could not get to it. And like there's a botanic garden around us that does concerts in the park. Uh, it's part of the Fort West Symphony Orchestra. Um, comes to the park on like Friday or Saturday nights and you can just take a lawn chair and it's like 10 bucks to get in. Yeah. They had... Video game. I can't. It was something big. It was like two years ago. It was uh, Kingdom Hearts or Zelda or Nintendo music or something like that. That thing was sold out. Like by the time that I heard about it, I couldn't get tickets anymore. Yeah. It's crazy. But like their normal performances, you could still get tickets to. Yeah. This like, it's it's insane how much video yeah. game music has 
not taken over, but cemented itself. Impact. That's why. Yeah. How much it's impacted this generation, our generation, and the one after. Because there's so much good music and. Oh, there is. I I love Shovel Knight's music. Yeah. I'm an old school eight bits. platform chip tune i love chip tune yeah i love There's like the things. big bellowing epic music that is like newer zelda newer games. zelda games like you know i said it last of us and I, I love that someone higher up in the musical world in my mm-hmm. opinion when it comes to orchestra music oh, yeah. orchestral music goes you know what i don't care it's let's just get you into some orchestral music and we can get you from there yeah it's not taking you, away from you have to have bach, a hook or it's not taking away from the bach and beethoven and yeah, mozart, mozart it's and, not taking away from that it's actually helping you walk into that what lead into yeah where where did this come from exactly and I'm, i i love that it's the same thing as when hamilton came out and then suddenly people were into show tunes again yes and it was just like Okay, somebody made something that was more accessible. Yeah. So now let's go back and look at the other stuff. Exactly. Uh, and I absolutely freaking love that. I think, oh, yeah. I mean, find your favorite video game soundtrack or movie soundtrack or just listen to some Bach. Yeah, something. I mean, I, I think that's great. Let us know which ones you like. Yeah. I'm always looking for new soundtracks or new music to listen to. Absolutely. Or to just leave on when we're gone so that the kitties are not so stressed. Exactly. We do that yeah. all the time. Music of Final Fantasy 3. I mean, yeah. come on now. Oh, I love Final, the Final Fantasy, Fantasy music, music. is fantastic. It is awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have anything else? No, that's Try all that I can think of. <laughs> Try not to cough as he instantly coughs. He's just trying to make sure he doesn't cough into the mic. Yeah. Okay, so while John is recovering, yeah, there we go. thank you guys so much for joining us. Absolutely. Uh, don't forget to check us out on social media. We are on Twitter. Instagram. And Facebook. We are the geek level. Uh, we are on Twitch, like we were saying, Couch Capades Plays. And if you're listening to this on YouTube or watching it on YouTube, thank you. Subscribe there. Subscribe or follow us on Twitch. Yeah. And uh, make sure to listen to this. We have this podcast up anywhere you want to listen to podcasts. Absolutely. Pass that. Don't forget. Always level up. Bye. Bye.